and welcome to the Unknown Podcast, the greatest Pokemon podcast to ever touch a controller. We are masters of the craft, we know everything about the new game, and as professional critics, we are going to only talk about its negative points and then mention its positive points in a little footnote at the end of the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little, a little spurts throughout. That's how people do it. This is a 7 out of 10 game, and thus 70% of my video is going to be talking about bad stuff. Dude, I hate that. Anyway, I'm Kosa. Oh, those type of reviews? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm joined by Fosinder slash Foros. How's everyone doing today? A bit tired. Foros, <laughs> you mentioned you had a you had a you had a long day. Yeah. Yeah. I've been nothing particularly interesting has been going on in my life. Except the fact that yeah, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. Legends Arceus. Very cool. It's what I've been playing as well. I, it's it's <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> you uh you beat the game. I'm not yep. quite there. I beat yet. it like uh yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat I beat the game yesterday and started a bit on the post game. Mm. So 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 to confirm you know, this is how Pokemon games usually work, so I wasn't too worried, but like there's nothing I should be doing getting done before I beat the game, right? Like everything's still open to you after you beat the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm aware, nothing closes off. Yeah. Alright. Do you have any general thoughts? No spoiler free thoughts on the game. Yeah, um Man, I where do we start off at? Uh, <laughs> There's a lot to like cover. Yeah. Tell you one thing, even though it's somewhat understandable, man, that in, like the whole intro sequence was like long. It was, and it was pretty long. Yeah. Um, I feel like it if it toned down a lot of the repeating like stuff that you do, like whenever you first like start the game one of the first things it teaches you is like how to catch pokemon yeah and then like it teaches you again they're like 15 to 20 minutes later yeah i'll tell you what's remarkable about this game is just that it made me care about catching pokemon you know like oh yeah besides I... legendaries and stuff in the games in the main in, in previous pokemon games i mostly just like caught the ones for my team, you know? And, like, everything else was kind of a hassle, you know? Yeah, in this yeah. Game, you, you only focus on the Pokemon that you like, or, like, you know. Yeah, in this game, I am actually, like, catching Pokemon is so much fun, and I'm catching everything, and I'm gonna complete Trying the Pokedex. catch them all, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, I do feel you. Like, I think... I think they did a really good, I guess... How would I put it? I I think they made a pretty good loop in terms of like, you know, crafting Pokeballs and then going out and catching Pokemon, you know? Yeah. And just the enjoyment of like trying to whether to be sneak up to them and catch them by surprise or 
kind of entering battle with them and catching through that method. Whatever, yeah. whatever you know, you choose to do. Yeah, you choose to do so. And there's like items to help you in different scenarios and different Pokeballs, like fly further. And you know, if you hit Pokemon from a certain angle, that helps. So it's a, it's a fun mechanic. Again, yeah. like I think this game peaks for me when you get into a new area, and you um, you just kind of go wild. You know, <laughs> you just run <laughs> yeah. around on your sure. freaking word ear throwing pokeballs at anything that moves you know yeah i think um i think this is definitely like probably some of the most fun i've had in a pokemon game at least certainly a long time i don't think i've ever put this much time or really even cared this much about a pokemon game since like black and white yeah it's a very like carefree kind of fun too yeah i'll tell you what though i i think I think everyone was expecting an open world Pokemon game, and it's definitely not that. Yeah, it's it's honestly more of like a like a Monster Hunter type of shtick, you know. I'm you not... got like a hub world that you always re- return to, but then you got like areas that you can like choose to go and explore. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not familiar with Monster Hunter, but yeah, you know, you unlock areas incrementally, and once you unlock a new area, you can explore that area freely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like <sighs> honestly that's probably the at least for the first time doing it I think that's probably the best way they could have done it or like the first type of I guess method or uh, concept of like this type of Pokemon game you know yeah well cause it's cause like I, I do think they would have had trouble like trying to mesh them all like simultaneously you know and I think the setting helps that a lot, you know, because, um, because yes, I'm kind of disappointed that you don't discover stuff in this game. You know, you you don't travel and explore the world and, you know, it's not like you discover a new city and you get to talk to people there or do whatever. It's all just like wilderness, you know, Yeah. but that the setting works for that because this is a an era in the Pokemon world where there's not a lot of people you know it's just very small little tribal villages and most of yeah most of the that's that's kind of leads towards like one of its faults where you know due to there not being many people that you know not many trainers to really fight and that's true you know that kind of just leads to very like the pokemon battles that you would have are just well, wild Pokemon that you find outside, which it's fine, I suppose, but you know, it's not the same as like um fighting a trainer itself. That's and true. having like the face of another team. I don't know. Um uh, I certainly like this game. Oh as I said it's Yeah, and like everyone I personally talk to likes this game. <laughs> it just has a lot of flaws, and that's all I'll say on that. Yeah. It's a yeah. good game. It just has a lot of flaws. And I definitely feel like it's not for everyone. Because I'll tell you what, just in general, I don't have a lot negative to say about this game. Some stuff. Like Professor Leventon's design being actually the worst NPC design in all of Pokemon history. Uh, that That's the dude with the 
uh, ugly beanie thing. The, right? Yeah, what's the up yeah, with dude, that? His design fucking sucks. Honestly, it he can was, like not be in the game. It was a really <laughs> terrible thing to be the first thing you see in this game. You know. <laughs> like dude i (laughs) that immediately set my expectations down because this is you know like supposed to be like not ancient japan but you know pre-meiji restoration japan and why is he wearing like a lab coat and a bow tie and what is he wearing around his head and why does he have a gross like half (sighs) scraggly beard oh it's so hideous. <laughs> it's just, it's just nothing about his design fits or works. No. Like, in, like the lab coat and all that stuff doesn't make too much sense. It doesn't fit in the setting. He, it doesn't look, look and that nice. like beanie thing. Like, look. Is he a baby? I'm sure it could work, but he doesn't make it work. Right? He doesn't make it work. It's, it's absolutely horrendous it's on him. Thing. It's, it's no, the stain, uh, bro. Yeah, but thankfully, like. I, I mean, I mean, a lot of the characters' designs are just like other characters from the series, you know. Yeah, pretty um, much. Just either the gender bent or like here's a little uh, yeah. spicy mix-up. <laughs> yeah, but like Adamant and Irida are are completely new, and they have very good designs. Like they have such stellar designs, it blows my mind that they're in the same game as Leventon. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they remind me of designs from uh uh sword and shield you know yeah i get that i mean like, i mean I'm they sure feel like was... designs like that were from that game rather than like some old like from well yeah essentially diamond and pearl i mean i wouldn't even be surprised if it was just a bunch of the same design team you know yeah i think it's interesting that a lot of the characters you know that their characters in this game are based on aren't all from Diamond Pearl games. You have like Leon, who's based on um like Clay from Unova, you know, black and white. <laughs> um yeah. who's my based on? Oh like... by the way, oh, he, she's based the... on Marley. Uh, another thing about this just in general the setting is cool, you know? I think a lot of people were really excited by the idea of looking at Pokemon looking at a pre-modern Pokemon setting. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's I, I not think it's something kinda neat. I, we've I, seen I wish except they... in one other game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I wish they kind of leaned a bit more into, like, the aesthetic of, like, post-modern Japan. Pre-modern? You know? Like, more, more so, like, uh... How would I put it? Because obviously they had, like, the textures and, like, the... Like, oh, these wooden Pokeballs and all that stuff. Um... And, like, general, I guess, aesthetic, if that makes any sense. But I guess more of, like, the mood or theme of it, you know, if that makes any sense. Like... Yeah. Like, it, um... Like, it doesn't make you feel as though you're in, like, a post-modern Japan Pokemon game. Pre is before. What was that? Pre is before, brother. Or... (laughs) <laughs> pre my bad <laughs> um <laughs> I, yeah okay yeah just realize it's a post um no it no i get you i'll tell you what i think they could have done a little more with the music <laughs> honestly i didn't have music on for like i don't have the music most on either so a, lo- a bunch of plot events i have it on 
but most of the time when I'm just exploring, I'm watching YouTube or something. Yeah, I was either I was either doing that or just uh, well, I legitimately didn't have audio because uh, I didn't have my Elgato at the time, so I I just wasn't able to have music unless I had it uh, undocked. Uh, are you not playing your? No, uh, my I was playing it on my uh, I was using my PC monitor as gotcha. like a screen. Yeah, and I don't have speakers for it, so. And you don't have earbuds you can plug into the switch. No. Okay, gotcha. That's what I do. I'll tell you what, what, but what else is just cool about the setting is like, you know, in the modern Pokemon world, people in Pokemon are so like. Like, everyone loves Pokemon in the modern Pokemon world. You know, everyone obsesses over them. They're, like, mm-hmm. the focal point of everyone's lives. But they're just totally ingrained in society. But in this, like, harsh, barbarous world, people are terrified of them. They're these creatures with supernatural powers that can kill you easily. You know? <laughs> yeah, people that yeah. You never get that feeling, or, like, like through conversation and whatnot, like yeah, a lot of these people are more afraid and less willing to work with Pokemon. Yeah, and they're this time frame. You know, and there are a um, lot of implications that like Galaxy team members have died or just been seriously harmed in the field, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, their like nurse's ward where Pestle is is like front and center, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, um it's a cool setting. It's 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 just interesting seeing how seeing how part of the reason part of what you're doing in this game and completing the Pokedex, as Leventon puts it, is helping people in Pokemon understand each other so they can coexist better. And that is what's already been achieved by the modern by the time you get to the modern Pokemon world, you know, is they're coexisting. Yeah. I I do certainly think it's like a neat story. I, I think the story starts off a bit strong, but like really fizzles out. Gonna be your oath here. Does it? And did they ever feel like that to you? Well, I'm not because I feel with... like I'm once not... I started getting into like the noble Pokemon and whatnot, I kind of stopped caring. I I just don't know that there was a story at that. Like, what story is there? You 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 fall from the sky. There's this space time distortion over Matt Coronet, and people are like, that's weird. That's probably a problem, but we don't really know how to deal with that. And also, the noble Pokemon are being frenzied. And, and that's pretty much the story, too. Like, you yeah. get relatively to the end. Yeah, that's which like, I, Yeah, that's not much of a story. It's it's a fun yeah. setup, but. <laughs> it's it's a goal. Yeah, it's a goal. Um, um, some of the mini. I was going to say some of the mini stories are good, but the only really, the only... As I said, I or, oh, well, I don't think I said it to you, but um, I was talking to a friend of mine, but I do legitimately think that um, this Pokemon game would have really benefited from actually having a larger cast similar to the one from, I believe, was it X and Y? Yeah, well, where you have a lot of rivals. Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. I think that game, this game would have definitely benefited from having like a a plethora of rivals that you can like have a journey with and like honestly they could probably do like side stories with them. Yeah, because again, like, the one side story that really existed 
was the one for the Arcanine noble fight with the like um with the with the weakened pathetic Growlithe, you know? And with <laughs> um Iskon and uh what's, oh, what's her face? What's her name? She's tall. I, She's uh Yeah, I don't I don't remember her name. So it, didn't it start with a P? Yeah. Iskon girlfriend. My phone autocorrected to Asian. Fun. Asian girlfriend. Polina. <laughs> oh yeah, Polina. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I googled Iskon girlfriend and one of the first results is a game facts post that says why is Polina in love with Iskon? He is so ugly. <laughs> you know, they're not spitting. He has that like massive receding hairline, dude. And the responses are hysterical. I bet it's because she can't see what he looks like because that weird harness thing on her neck blocks her from seeing him. (laughs) Alright, that's good. To be fair, Hisui doesn't have a whole lot of people, so you can't be picky when it comes to romance. Fair. Hey, I'm an (laughs) ugly guy with a pretty girlfriend. Don't I deserve representation? Sad face. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, um, nah, it, that, that's, that side plot was neat. Irida. No, but honestly, I thought he stuff. looked fine until I saw he, that receding hairline he had. And then it's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you know, they, they're kind of, I wish he was just bald at that point. <laughs> first of all, yes. Bald representation. Hell Second, yeah. you know, they do kind of have a point where Hisui doesn't have a lot of people, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um I I love the I love the bandit trio. They're alright. I wish dude, I wish they did more they I wish that they did more with them because they're not really a thing. They're not really like, a thing. I like that things. they randomly <laughs> assault you in the middle of like the wilderness. Yeah, while doing important shit. <laughs> yeah. It's very cool when I'm grinding out when when I don't even have my team with me because I have because I'm grinding out Pokedex entries and then I'm attacked. But they usually only have like one Pokemon, so it's fine. Yeah. I like I I think I've only encountered one time where there was just one standing around and I accidentally bumped into it. Or <laughs> bumped into her. Yeah, like, I don't know. Um I wish I don't know. I wish they did more with that. Like maybe they can like ambush you or, you know, seek after you and whatnot. Yeah, there's just tr- trainer battles are just not a thing in this game. Um, this is a game about catching Pokemon and, and filling out the Pokedex and filling out the Pokedex is fun. You know, I, Oh, absolutely. With the focus of this game being what it is, I'm glad that there's a little more to filling out the Pokedex. You know, it's not just catching a Pokemon. It's doing a few different tasks regarding the Pokemon, you know, like, uh, you said like, yeah, like first there's the initial capture, um, and then after that, like, yeah, you got the uh, tasks that are given to you to actually complete the research, which you only have to go to level 10 to, like, yeah. I guess, have everything relatively filled out. Yeah, my first inclina- my first thought was that you had to fill, you had to do all of the tasks. And I was like, oh, I am not doing that for anyone. <laughs> but, no, no. <laughs> yeah. no, you don't have to do that. But if you do perfect it, I, I think, like. The only reason why you want to perfect, uh, like, 
completely fill out all the tasks and like do them all is to increase your shiny percent Ooh. percent chance and whatnot well i don't really care about that but um <laughs> yeah aside from that just you know uh, going to level 10 is fine yeah if if you wanted to 100 percent complete this game you'd have to do every all the tasks and that sounds miserable yeah <laughs> uh. um and because it's like you know you can you can fill out the pokedex how you like it you know you can use the pokemon and fill it out that way by using certain moves or you can just catch a bunch of them and defeat a bunch of them or you can like evolve them and that helps it's fun yeah just it's really just doing anything with the pokemon will grant progress towards uh, the research yeah of it. it's good and then there's like sure more specific things in there but like that's really only if you want to perfect a pokedex entry and a lot of the quests are fun i i, I enjoy doing most of them yeah they're all right like i think as i uh, kind of going back to like uh you know having more rivals would have been really yeah. beneficial um because even the like little side quests are like they're neat but like i don't know I, it's still one of those things where it's like yeah something to do and sometimes kind of fun depending on like yeah. which one you do but uh i feel like you know the actual more uh story driven side like quest would have been pretty helpful you know yeah i mean i can agree with that um, um because like um even with the current rival that you do have in the game um ooh. the the other alternative gender option yeah pretty much they, uh yeah barely they're pretty much rival. non-existent <laughs> <laughs> like interesting it's like yeah. you know as someone who completed the game they they still don't i don't know they still haven't became become relevant they're just around yeah they're not they're not that big of a deal yeah which um, i feel like is a really missed opportunity yeah i feel like i feel like i like all the characters but it's not like they're super fleshed out yeah um I, it's definitely clear that like a lot of them are just like there to fulfill a purpose and once they're kind of done they're done yeah i haven't seen my since her whole thing was finished you know her part of the story yeah like she gives you the flute or like yeah. you meet her initially after you cross the bridge you give her the flute or she gives you the flute maybe teach you how to play it. and then after that that's probably about the last time you see her you'll yeah. see her again like i have seen her again but like not much I irida and adamin feel like the other like they feel like the main characters you know like they're the ones who are always around you know oh yeah um and i think that's kind of makes sense for their position designs. and yeah that makes that that makes sense too because the whole diamond pearl clans is another thing and like <laughs> dude random side note the electrode fight was kind of nuts i don't know oh yeah i'll tell you what from here on out are gonna be as wild as that but just shit was always exploding <laughs> yeah dude i'll tell you what i i was honestly gonna i was honestly thinking like after like the second or third noble pokemon uh i was like man this is like gonna get real repetitive really fast and really boring and like lazy but um i'll tell you what like the electroid and i think like the final one and i think maybe another i can't remember if there was another but uh they actually 
kick it up a notch and i wish they were all like that yeah like there's like a there's like a a difficulty spike between the second and third nobles um and then the electrode one is very like i mean it's not like super difficult because it's still a pokemon game but i mean i died a few times you know (laughs) and i was like i was like on the verge of dying and just for a quite a bit you know so i was just dodging around (laughs) yeah honestly it's a really honestly really fun thing like um like it's it just feels like a bullet hell game like once you get to the later ones and all that stuff yeah again i didn't i i don't know whether they're all going to be as crazy as electrode after you get past like like the next Uh, ones are going to be as crazy as him but i yeah yeah that's good to know yeah it was Uh, (laughs) i think you have like i think the last one you do if yeah I think you only got one more to do, yeah, which is the, the ice place. Yeah, the Avalon. And yep. and yeah, um, once you, I think that one you have like the smallest platform to work with, if I'm correct. Fun. Um, the Arcanine fight was like I died a couple times, and then I found a spot where I could just kind of cheese him, and it was really easy after that. Yeah. Electroid was just like you always got to be on the move with that one. Yeah, and sometimes I just like end up dodging into a place where something just fell, and I'm like, "Well, that's it for me." <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The noble, the noble Pokemon definitely got fun there at the end. I'll, I'll say that much. Yeah. It definitely surprised me. They actually like shook it up a bit. Yeah, because the first one. What was the second one even? Oh, it was the uh, it was like one. the plant one, right? Yeah. There's a reason I barely remember it. The first two were just so easy. Yeah, the first one was okay because, like, hey, that was the first one. You know, it, it's understandable. Yeah, the yeah. second one is literally just kind of a repeat of the first one. Yeah, actually, I do remember now <laughs> that I had a similar feeling after the second one, where I was like, "Oh, so these are just going to be baby easy." That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that fucking third one hits you. I hard. know. And then I died, and I was like, "Oh!" And then I died again. <laughs> Um. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, you know, there is something I do like though. I do love that there's not really much of a gimmick in this game, and the gimmick that does exist isn't annoying. What do you mean? The the styles, the styles. Oh yeah. Okay, the styles are fun, and they're a really cool idea. I don't think I've ever used Agile style. Like, I've used a bit of both, depending on what I was going for. I think the only issue with the styles, and it's not really the styles that are the issue. It's just more so how the uh, turn order is calculated. Orders. Yeah, I've I've just never I've never switched it over to Agile style and seen the turn order change. Yeah, I, it's 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 because um, I maybe I just don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily get it either. Like, you have to, you do legitimately have to check, like, uh, go through each move because there are some moves that um do go like there are some moves that give you, I guess, or just have more speed. If that makes any sense, you know, like it doesn't say it has more speed, but yeah. it's if you do choose it and you go with the agile style, 
or not even you don't even have to go with the agile style you just like if you choose this move okay you'll gain another turn or whatnot sure makes sense um, Dude, I, just in it, general it's just, the turn order is sometimes in a, like i'll throw my pokeball at a pokemon we'll enter the fight and it'll go like three times in a row and i'm dead my pokemon's dead like <laughs> yeah okay that, that fucking sucks <laughs> cool i guess whatever first pokemon down for the count but you know <laughs> hey i think the only thing that like alleviates that a bit is really just the fact that um the pokemon battles are pretty easy okay they are pretty easy but they're annoying but easy yeah my pokemon also seem to die really easily (laughs) yeah do you do you you feel that too where it's like yeah i i feel like they just hit really fucking hard yeah everything hits hard in this game um and so i think about like man if i was doing a nuzlocke this would be such a pain i don't absolutely nuzlocke this game because your stuff just dies so easy you know, I always wonder how would one do a Nuzlocke anyway, like, considering know. you have most of, you know, you, once you enter a new area, you have it all unlocked to you. It's not like you can't not go anywhere, discover a new place. Really. Yeah, like the areas are kind of divided up into little named sections, you know, so I guess you could uh, catch the first thing you see in each of those. Yeah. But then, yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd have to do a ton of grinding because... <laughs> And and just in general, they um they simplify the battle system a lot, you know? So moves mm-hmm. like Stealth Rock and Calm Calm Mind and stuff like that, you know? Um have have been kind of dumbed down. Uh but uh I don't think it, you know, you your Pokemon can't hold items. Your Pokemon don't have abilities. Yeah. It it's kind of like I get it, you know. They're they're introducing a lot of new stuff, so they they simplified the battle system. So I'm kind of fine with it. Yeah. I think I'd like to see it. I'd like to see some of that stuff get reintroduced then in future games, you know. Yeah. Like maybe next game. I, I don't. Abilities I don't know. are back because abilities are fun and they make things a little more complicated. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't even know what abilities are. Ability, like, and I never really gave my Pokemon items, so... Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, in that case, it's good. Um, I don't know. It's just like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, they simplified the battle system a lot. And it would be nice to see... Like, because in general, this game is... A stupendous point to build off of, you know? Like, yeah. this is a good game, but again, I think any game that builds off of this is an amazing game yeah i, I think i don't know for for me it's like as someone who really grew grew bored with pokemon just as a series when like just not caring about any of the games uh-huh. and the colossal disappointment i face whenever i like you know what i'm gonna get back into it see see if i enjoy it with like sword and shield and then yeah. just like once i got to end game i was like so disappointed that i just didn't even finish the game i just dropped it because um yeah 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 this this reinvigorated stuff the series a little for you absolutely yeah like if, if they continue to build off this i'm really looking forward to the next pokemon games and whatnot yeah, no, yeah like agree. this is really a true innovation and like I, I think i told you before um 
It's a true innovation and I think a real strong proof of concept of what Pokemon can be. Yeah, you know, Sword and Shield experimented with the like 3D open area wild Pokemon are out and about um, with the wild area, you know? And then yeah. that kind of expanded to this game where you run around in these enclosed environments and you explore the environments and you catch Pokemon. If that expands to a game where you actually have the whole region at your disposal and you explore and you find caves and cities and, you know, do regular Pokemon stuff. Yeah, that would be I think... an amazing that would be my favorite game ever. Absolutely, because like, yeah, the wild area. I like honestly, this game is pretty much just like, let's double down on the wild wild area and make it much better and more, you know, complex and filled with stuff. Even if like, like honestly, even though, even though Ar Arceus or Arceus, whatever, um, even though it's like uh, areas within these worlds are pretty filled with stuff. Admittedly, it's it's like filled with stuff, but at the same time, kind of barren and not yeah. having much in it you know yeah it's like it's like it's like going like on it, a nature like hike. the biggest issue you know i think i mean the biggest issue i think people face with it or with this game in general which is why you kind of find people on both sides of like hey this game fucking sucks and then you know other people was like well honestly the game is pretty good and like you have a bit of a mixed reaction there um is because if you aren't able to get into the, like the loop of like catching pokemon crafting and you know battling the few times you can to try and get those like alpha pokemon and whatnot yeah. um you're not gonna have fun with the game yeah that's why i've i've, I've always recommended people watch gameplay first because i'm like this is not gonna be for everyone yeah i i honestly would say like like for someone like Janarbi, i i i think it'd be good for him like to get this game for like a sale like <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. You don't think he'd he'd care for this a whole lot? I mean, I think I don't know. I'm not saying he won't like it or anything. It's, uh, it's I can't risk. really say for sure. I'm not. I I don't have a solid opinion of or I don't have a solid idea of what his opinion is on like Pokemon games in general. Um, but I, I'm just saying I think he'll feel like he has more. He'll get more of his money's worth if he got this game on sale. That's understandable. Because, like, even though, like, this is a good game, it's still, like, you know, not great in some areas. And, as I said, if you aren't able to get into that loop, you're just not going to have fun with the game. And you're just going to yeah. feel as though you wasted your money. Because I'll tell you what, uh, the, the, the primary thing I love about Pokemon games has always been the feeling of adventure, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, this game doesn't really have that. Again, I think it just comes down to I don't feel like I'm exploring the world. I feel like I'm just like on a nature it's hike. It's certainly odd. Like you, it's an odd thing because you are exploring it per se. But like, I think the fact that it loses a bit of a bit of its linearity and like I guess story in that aspect, yeah. um, it feels like like yeah, you don't have that sense of exploration. It's just more so you have to do it yourself, and if you don't really get a feel for it then tough you know yeah you know it's it's like i can explore you know the coronet highlands is like my least favorite area because it's so big but like everything looks the same 
I don't feel like I'm finding anything. You know, you know, like the coastland. Yeah, t- the mountain, right? Yeah, the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The coastland is my favorite area because you go to the east and you explore and you find a sunken ship and there's a bunch of ghosts around it. Not a sunken ship, a, a, a beached ship. And you, there's like a house there with a person you can meet. And then you go to the west. It's not east and west. It's north and south and north. And then you go to the north and there's like a cliff you can climb. And there's this massive cliffside down there. And there's a beach and there's this island on the other side with a bunch of fire, you know, with a volcano. And then there's this whole other side to the north side with like these caves and stuff that you can discover that like has nothing to do with the story. Like that was such a fun area to explore. Yeah. And Coronet Highlands is just like nothing. I I have to use the map to navigate because I can't find anything. I never know where I am. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I get you. I do absolutely believe that, like, the beach area is, like, the best area. Because yeah. there's just a lot of variety in terms of where what it has. Yeah. That's um, kind of what I'm talking about with the adventure and the exploration, you know? Like, yeah, there's this cool wilderness to explore. But, um... And, and like, I'm not saying I'm not having fun doing it. But it's not really the same sense of adventure that a Pokemon game has. Because there's no culture there. There's no people to meet. And... You know, I wasn't going to talk about the graphics much, but the graphics do suck. And they aren't game. great. The graphics suck real. in this game, so it's not like the nature is amazing to look at. <laughs> yeah, like, you know? it, it, honestly, it's I don't think it's as bad, but, like, you know, whenever people were, like, comparing, like, oh, my God, this tree and Pokemon Sword and Shield looks fucking horrendous. Like, <laughs> something so from funny. a PS2 game, which, like, yeah... I'd agree. And even though, like, you know, the graphics from this game aren't really that much better either. It does look like a bad game. (laughs) Yeah, this, like, this game's graph it it has its moments, I'll give it that. It does have its moments where the game does look really beautiful in those, like, specific cutscenes. And, like, sometimes just, like, again, sometimes the environment is cool. Again, sometimes you're just on, like, a cliffside and you're like, ooh, that's a big mountain I'm on. Like, you can see the scale of it, you know? Yeah, and I think it's just, like, the the issue is that, like, I feel like Game Freak in some aspects tends to, like, reuse assets a lot, you know? Um, like, I don't know, they, they, they're they not, they're not like, pulling stuff off, like, uh, the team behind, like, The Legend of Zelda, where that game looks really beautiful. Yeah, or, like, system. even looking at uh, third-party studios where they were, like, what, Shin Megami Tensei <laughs> on the Switch and stuff like that, where that game still looked great. Yeah, you know, I, I saw stuff like uh, Mario, where the game was like heavily stylized. Oh, dude, stuff yeah, like that. Mario Odyssey is beautiful. Yeah, like those games look great, and like even though they understand like they have those graphical limitations, they uh they uh alleviate the graphical li- limitations through the artistic style. I'll, I'll tell you what, Mario Odyssey is honestly almost a good example of what this game could have been, where Mar- in Mario Odyssey. You, again, you have these set areas, you know, that you unlock and you, once you get into that area, you're free to explore anywhere you like. And there's a lot to do. There's people to meet. You find fun side quests, you know, the different parts of the areas are recognizable. So you get a feel for the geography. And that's so like not what this game is, you know? Yeah, it's just like a, it's just a barren wasteland honestly and you yeah. just gotta make the most of what you got you know you make your own fun is 
you, you essentially just have to try and make your own fun with it, yeah. you know? And if you aren't able to, then, you know. <laughs> and again, the setting kind of caters to it because you were the galaxy exploration team, you know? You're exploring yeah. these pla- these uninhabited places. But, um, yeah, and, you know, I get that, but even then, it's not like it's a... Uh... I do think you are still able to feel things with it. Like, even if you can still have that yes. setting and be within it while still adding a lot of stuff to do within the game. Yes. And a lot of, like, things to interact with, whether it be, like, actual people or not, you know? Yeah, because, again, every time I find something unique, it's a real treat, you know? I, w- I was wandering around the ice area, and I found a random hole in the ground. And I am like, okay, sure. I jump in the hole, and that's where the Mistrevis are, you know? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I love Mistrevis as a Pokemon, and I need that for a quest right now. And it's like, that's the sort of feeling you should be replicating over and over, you know, is I found a cool location and it serves a good purpose. And I'm going to remember this location because of it. Yeah, I agree. And unfortunately, it doesn't have like it has a lot of treats in there, but like. They're they're, they're nothing substantial, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You know, and you know what? My one of my biggest issues with this game, honestly, it's about time Pokemon gets some voice actors, dude. <laughs> it, it's it's really about time. I don't, you know, that never uh, like it, it occurred was, to me. Like while I was playing this game, you know, I was going through the story, like listen, like well, reading the conversations, and it's like, man. A lot of these things would pack more of a punch or just like, I don't know, would just be better if I could hear their voices. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I get you. Like, I can excuse it for like 3DS games and like some of the stuff like that because like, whether it be the technology at the time or just, not not even just that, but like the kind of style of what those 3DS games were, you know, I can excuse it. But this, yeah. you know, at this point, I think Pokemon's reached that point where it's like, uh, you know, it's um, I think, or maybe I, I don't know if this is like a fair comparison, but like I feel like it's reaching a point where, like, the, in terms of the interaction with the world and its people, it's almost like a like a Persona game. You know, like yeah. I'm not expecting everything to be voiced, like every single NPC that you can talk to, but like I feel like the main story and then some things here and there should have voice actors going. You know through it and voicing it or at least having some sort of standard dialogue that they could play throughout yeah well the whole point of pokemon games is like immersion in this magical world you know Mm -hmm. again it gets back to that whole adventure thing i was talking about where you know in recent games they've gotten better with you know in like gen three or four i think it might have been four they gave pokemon certain traits you know and these traits don't have anything to do with stats or anything it just says like this pokemon likes to eat or whatever Mm -hmm. and then in like gen someone in gen 4 really in gen 5 they kicked it up a notch with their stories and their characters and then in like gen 6 you could start to play with your pokemon you know it's all about like you have this fun world and people play these games because they like being in this world help people feel more and more like they have stuff to do in this world and they're interacting with the world you know yeah. And so I can agree with the whole thing about about voice acting in that regard. 
Yeah, I think it's about time like they take that step forward. And I really wish they took it with this game. Unfortunately, they didn't, but like, you know, hopefully in the next one, you know. Yeah, even if it's um, just like generic voice lines, you know, like a, 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 an, an extended dialogue box pops up and you just hear the character go like, what? You know? Like even I mean, personally, I would like it if, like, at least the main story. Sure, no, I was mean, yeah. uh, voiced. I'm just saying, at least that would have been good. <laughs> oh yeah, like, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I I certainly expect that for uh, like, whether it be side quest or like just extra dialogue that you can pick out through like talking to random yeah. NPCs or whatever. But I, I I don't think it's a big ass. But I do expect like maybe hopefully the next time around. That the main story is fully voiced. And there's the whole thing with, like, <laughs> Game Freak having no excuse, you know? Be- because 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 really Pokemon don't. is the most successful media franchise in history. So, it's like, well... I mean, it's, it's honestly why a lot of people kind of grown... Yeah. Um, you know, it's like... What's the word? Impatient with Game Freak? Yeah, you have no excuse not to hire more graphic designers or more voice actors, you know? Yeah. And not only that, but you have, like, partner studios with, like, other first-party studios that you have relations with due to you being connected to Nintendo that you can ask for help, I feel, you know? Yeah, you don't have to hand Ask them for pointers or, you know, if Nintendo allows it, have them work with you to create this game. Yeah, you don't got to hand over the whole game because I know this is, like, 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 you can't pay for a good game you know you can't more money in does not necessarily make the game just better um it's just it is but also you don't want them to be like neglecting their own staff in order to just like hire better people you know but like you know game freak is people and and so you want those people the those people who work on pokemon games I get why they want to leave the games in the hands of those people who have been doing it. You know, do you get what I'm saying? I mean, I get you because I understand like there's that sentiment that people have been voicing, you know, recently, especially with this new one where they feel like, yeah, this is something really good. But honestly, like with how long it's taken and like, and still with the persistent issues that this game has that like have been in Pokemon for a while now, um, it's like, they feel like the other studios should really take on the Pokemon IP and, you know? Maybe, like, yeah. I, I, I've seen that sentiment going around where it's like, like, yeah, Game Freak should probably, like, either, I don't know, like, either not be the main studio to work on it or just, like, you know, have other studios come in and really, you know, push yeah. forward in the projects and whatnot. <laughs> if Nintendo literally just acquired Game Freak. <laughs> You know, Nintendo's never really been a company to do that. They don't, like, buy out other companies a whole lot, unlike, you know, Microsoft or something. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Microsoft, rec- or not Microsoft, but, like, Sony recently bought Bungie. Ugh, can you imagine if, like, Microsoft bought Game Freak? I would be so sad. I don't think Microsoft would do much. Um, like, but it's not, I, like, it's not like they're gonna, like, steal the Pokemon IP or anything. Uh... I think it was just more so like, I think at worst, if they were to realistically buy Game Freak, um, it'll probably take more time between like releases of Pokemon games, you know? 
at best. And, and that being said, or, I mean, guess uh, like yeah. I guess yeah. With or, Pokemon being as successful as it is, it would be pretty difficult to do that. Game Freak kind of yeah. does have money. <laughs> um. So 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 in general, in general, I think this is a great Pokemon game that takes a different focus on the series, a different spin on the gameplay, and is real step forward. Is a step forward. <laughs> real yeah. innovation, honestly. Yeah, it it's 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 like it's a good game, but it's a great game because of what it could signal for the future, you know? Mm. Um I'm very I liked Sword and Shield, but they are some of the worst Pokemon games. Um yeah. and Di- <laughs> Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are the worst Pokemon games in my opinion. So uh I, I, I didn't really little... get them. Like what were they like? I heard well like one of my friends was like ranting about them like to me recently. They're just like or he he was talking about like how they kind of sucked and, and I didn't really understand it because like they're remakes. So and, here's like, the deal, right? How can is, you fuck that up? Is you can't. They're objectively they're probably not the worst Pokemon games because they're just remakes of really good games. But they don't they're just worse remakes of the games, you know? <laughs> like it's a matter of the, they're inferior to the original. They're inferior to the original product. They're ugly. They don't in bring anything new to the table except for your Pokemon being able to follow you around, which is cool and all, but like that's not enough. <laughs> they're I mean, just, uh, they're not anything, you know. I mean, but that's kind of the point of a remake. So no, not the way Pokemon's been doing their remakes. It, it's out of line with I how mean, Pokemon's been doing their remakes. You know, perhaps. I mean, I don't know. As I said, like. And and I'm, I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast, you know, uh, you know, I make a difference between like a remake yeah. and like reimagines. And Whatever whatnot. word you prefer, Pokemon remaking previous generations or, or or regions in the newer generation has always had a kind of a a way they do it. You know, it's bringing the mm-hmm. same old content, but as if it was made in the new era. You know. And mm-hmm. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl do not do that. They're just the same old content as it was with ugly 3D graphics. <laughs> <laughs> it it's it's they're they're the they're the they're the laziest Pokemon games, bar none. I mean, they were off. Like, um, I can I think it's certainly fair to say they're a money grab, if anything else. Um, and. Like the only, I guess, like real excuse that you could really even give them, just and and like the only excuse you can really ever give them with it, is that like this could it could allow people who weren't able to really play those older games, like weren't able to play the originals, to go and read like reintroduce it to the newer like you know generation of kids and whatnot. Because yes. you know at the end of the day, you know. Pokemon is a kid's game, no matter how many adults play it. And I am and that's its target audience. Grateful for that. But that's yeah. not an excuse to not make a good game. Not <laughs> um <laughs> do your best at your job 
if your job is making video games, especially video games that sell millions of copies, you should be doing your best. And if the company that they outsourced those games to was doing their best, then please never hire them again. Uh huh. Because that is that is poor quality. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, I just whatever, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I feel you. I I can't say I entirely understand that. I feel like they're pretty transparent in terms of it. Like, I mean, as I said, I just view things differently. Um, I I just feel bad for all the people who saw Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, which took the old Hoenn games and made them and gave so much new life to it and they were so excited for the Sinnoh version of that and they got this oh yeah they got okay yeah i get what you mean i mean i think it's certainly i think with that case it's certainly a disappointment (laughs) but i think they're at least to me as far as i could tell they were pretty honest to what this was i think at best it was just like a disappointment because it wasn't what people wanted but you know, as I said, at best, this is just the cash grab. Um, I mean, yeah, it is kind of it's it's people wanted Sinnoh remakes. They were going to do Sinnoh remakes. They had they it, themselves were working on Legends Arceus. Yeah, because whatever. like as I said, I I'll qualify like what Omega Ruby or whatever. Like to me, like you know, those are reimagines. Like yeah, they yeah, obviously whatever. went in there to redefine the experience <laughs> and make it better. Um, well, they I feel like personally they are pretty honest that like. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl were just remakes, you know. And yeah, no, nothing... it's like I don't know. It doesn't. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not the same. It was still a crappy remake. They're still uglier well... than the original games. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not denying that. Uh... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Personally, oh, I gosh. never didn't see anything bad in it. I, I just think it was certainly just a. I think it's certainly a downgrade, if anything. Yeah. Um. Because, like, the pixel art certainly had a very nice style to it, and this was kind of just generic, like, here's the Pokemon art style, and then 3D, and And that's pretty much it. This never (laughs) occurred to me, but black and white are the next games to be remade, or reimagined. And, you know, I wonder if they're just gonna... Like, what are they gonna do with black and white 2, you know? Are they gonna release two separate reimagines? I wouldn't be surprised if they. they gonna... mer- I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they made it into one, or maybe like a like or a similar like two parter. You know, yeah, like, like a part one of like the main story taking place in this time period, and then like in the near future, here's like part two of the because, continuing story. Because yeah, compiling them both into the same game would be difficult, because you know. You um, a lot. <laughs> you change characters between them, you know, mm-hmm. and because it's a lot. So I guess they would have to do that, which means we'll probably um, be waiting longer for those remakes, which is fine. Yeah. Um, um, I I certainly don't I certainly don't mind it because, like as I said, if they continue with this trajectory in terms of like how they make Pokemon remakes, like honestly. Black and white and a Pokemon Legends type of like gameplay setting sounds oh, pretty cool. That would be amazing. I was also thinking that yeah, black and white in a open world type of thing. Oh, that would be beautiful. Mwah. Yeah, please. Like imagine exploring that like massive city with, like with 
bunch of skyscrapers and then just wandering around it, you know? I th- I think... that, like open world 3D setting. That would be Oh, dude, yeah, you get to like look up at the skyscrapers and like oh, that would be beautiful. Yeah. Um I would love that. I would actually love that. Although I'm also... that's like a definitely new take because like yeah, whenever Black and White came out, like they were really pushing what the 3DS was capable yeah, of and getting such... these really awesome shots of the city. Yeah, they had and such like... good, like, it's not set design when you're talking about video games, but you know what I'm talking about, you know? They had beautiful They give you a real scale of the city with the angles, yeah. I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, with the bridges and everything. Oh. Yeah, uh, and I feel like they can replicate it in a different manner with this kind of, you know, 3D open world setting, yeah. for sure. Because I'll tell you what, I was going to say that beautiful pixel art is superior to subpar 3D graphics, and black and white have beautiful pixel art. But in regards to scale, that's not something pixel art can ever, ever... um, And I think... You know, that's something exclusive to 3D. Absolutely. And I do think 3D could certainly work in terms of like being really beautiful and... But it, the issue with it is that I don't feel like any ever since they like ever since they moved to three D, I don't think any of it has really ever been like heavily stylized. Nah, you know, it's all been pretty like it's pretty like generic. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, generic. <laughs> it's the Pokemon art style. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Um, like it's no like Persona where there's like a clear, distinct art style yeah. and art direction that they're going for. Or Sword and Shield was like colorful and pretty but that's about colorful yeah colorful or, is like, about the best as i said like we're legend of zelda where there's like a lot of vibrant colors and yeah, like yeah. a lot of really pretty things thrown at you in terms of like effects and whatnot yeah even even legend arc legends or, arceus is like it's cool you know the environments are cool but, but as i said it's pretty bland yeah the the there's not much style to it yeah it's just yeah that's what i was trying to get at like earlier where it's like it has the like pre Japan aesthetic, um, but the style wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just like, yep, that sure is what Pokemon would look like in three dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, a hundred percent agree. Yeah, alrighty. Well, do you have any other closing thoughts? Um, uh, not much, honestly. Uh, I'm just probably going to continue the post game and no. Hey, if they, you know, remake black and white in this new for- like format and oh. gameplay style, you know. Oh yeah. I can only hope it, it I can only hope it's good and they do it justice. Yes, cuz those are those are such good games. I I love those games with all of my heart. Yeah. Which which I've talked about previously so i'm not gonna reiterate we're just gonna wrap up <laughs> so have i um thank you for listening oh you know there's oh, one thing go though go ahead just one real quick i'm pretty disappointed in the amount of pokemon that are in this game i wish there were more how just many? just maybe a like how maybe just there? 50 more or something or just like maybe even 30 i'll settle on 30 how many are there <laughs> in the pokedex they're like i don't know my friend told me there's like a I don't think there's like that much more than like 200. All right. I don't eh, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's absurd. The 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 areas in this game aren't enormous. Um I do feel like 
I do feel like maybe 30 more would hurt, but, um, yeah. because I, I, it always bothered DLC, me whenever so. I'd like go into like a new area and then I just see a lot of the same Pokemon that I've seen before. I kind of feel that. Yeah. I got into the ice area and the first thing I saw was like an Apom and I was like, cool. Y'all got any ice types around here though? <laughs> um, no, I get yeah. that. I get you. Um, it seems like, well, naturally, you know, including evolutions, you know, 242. That's how many there are? Yeah, including evolutions. Okay. Yeah, that's not horrible, you know? Yeah, but... It's like, that, that's, that's 242 3D models to make, plus all attack animations, and they have idle animations, and they have all the animations in, like, the photo studio. So it's it's not absurd, but whatever. It's not bad. I mean, I don't know. It, as I said, the the issue I have with it is just um, you you start to notice like the lack of like variety. Yeah. And, like once you start to get to end game and whatnot, like I just like it. okay, here's another graveler. <laughs> I'm so sick of gravelers because. Because, like the only rock Pokemon I tend to see. Well, and I know that you can get unique Pokemon from the shaking trees and rocks and stuff. So I make myself check them. But it's always another Burmy or Graveler. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it I, I think honestly I don't think there's really that many tree Pokemon or Pokemon within like the rocks and whatnot. They're I think they're just relatively that very small pool. But I know that's how you get Cheruby. Is from the shaking trees, so I gotta keep hitting those. Ugh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wonderful game. Good job, Game Freak. You did a good. Uh, did a good. Listening. Um. Don't stop this momentum, please. True. True. <laughs> like <laughs> momentum, baby. Keep I'm it going. Feel, I'm, I'm feeling hopeful for once, you know. Yeah. Don't don't, don't drop the ball, please. Alrighty. <laughs> We'll see you next week. I love you all. Take care of yourselves. And goodbye. Bye-bye.